Hi, Jamie here with another episode of Keep Thrifty Audio, and I'm going to share a marriage lesson from our mini retirement. Um, So here we go. So Chris has officially been on his one-year mini retirement since July 1st, and as of September 2nd, he started working here on Keep Thrifty full-time. We are still early in this whole mini retirement thing, but it feels so much longer, Every week brings a new challenge in our marriage. It's exciting and exhausting. There are tears and laughter. It's a roller coaster of emotions. Here's how it's been going. First, before the mini retirement. Chris and I have been through amazing joys and even been broken to the point of feeling no hope in our future. But through it all, we still wanted to be together, to grow together, to live this crazy life together. We leaned into our faith and started supporting each other's passions. It was an amazing turn of events. It's part of what led us here, to the mini-retirement. I supported Chris's dream to work on Keep Thrifty full-time. We dreamed of walking our girls to school together every day. We talked of the extra time we would have together. Selling our home, moving into an apartment, and having Chris run full-time has been a dream come true. We started this mini-retirement with some ideas. But really, it looked like a big question mark. We were walking into the unknown. Shortly after moving into our apartment, land in our town went up for sale. It was a unique piece of property that almost perfectly fit with our wish list. We wrestled with what to do. When we sold our home, we had limitless possibilities. We talked about maybe traveling to New Zealand for a year or at least a few months at the end of our lease. So when this land came up for sale, we were excited but torn. We talked it out and decided we wanted to make an offer. After we had made our initial offer, our realtor updated us on on new information. The village would be making a one-time decision at their next board meeting. This meant no counters, no second chances if they didn't like our offer, and we had made a low offer. We needed to decide if we would make a new offer, a better offer, a more expensive offer. I was now fully committed to this new dream, but when I shared the news with Chris, he started to backpedal. He was afraid of seeking too much money into the land. He started questioning everything. Was the land the right option for us? Was there another option out there better for us? He was spinning in circles and making me dizzy. While he was questioning our future, I had already envisioned it. I had pictured the house we would build and our kids playing in the backyard. There was no other option to me, and I was mad that he was doing this, of possibly backing out. We talked, or at least tried talking several times. Usually, I would walk away in frustration, or Chris would get mad at me for pushing him to do something he was uncomfortable with. But then I settled down, and I was able to share my vision with Chris. The house. The happiness. The fireplace burning while we were cuddled on the couch during Friday movie nights enjoying the screened-in deck with a glass of wine while we watched the sunset and the girls chasing fireflies in the backyard, planting a garden and apple trees, and hopping on the bike path with our girls right outside our home. When I was able to bring my vision to life, Chris could see it and support it. He stopped backpedaling, and we were able to move forward together. Then the girls started school full-time, and Chris dove in to keep thrifty full-time. I was excited for him. I had been wanting this for my husband, to be able to focus on what he was passionate about. 
As Chris got focused, I became invisible, literally. His eyes were on his computer from the moment we dropped the girls off until the moment we picked them up. I was crushed. I mean, part of this mini-retirement was so we could focus on each other more, too. But as far as I could tell, he didn't even notice me sitting across the table from him. It was hard to work through, but eventually we were able to talk about it. We talked about the pressure Chris was feeling to make Youth Thrift D successful. We talked about my invisibility. We talked about each of our needs and how the other could be supportive. It turned into Chris walking me to the gym in the morning. He also surprised me by waiting outside our building on my way home. Can I say that again? He was waiting for me. I've been waiting 12 years for him to do that. It's amazing. And even more so, he keeps doing it. I can't wipe the damn smile off my face every time I see him leaning against the building when I turn the corner. During our walk to the gym, we talked about Keep Thrifty, what he was working on, and thoughts about what to do next. I found myself excited about what he was doing and started sharing my own thoughts. Before we knew it, we had so many ideas, there was no way Chris could do it all. I found myself offering to dive in, to become a part of Keep Thrifty. I was a little nervous. This was Chris's baby, and I did not want to step on his toes. But I was so freaking excited. I saw so much potential. I noticed a little hesitation when I mentioned my involvement, but he said yes. I could work on creating Pinterest images, editing our Thrifty Life videos, and even write a post once a month. This is going to be awesome. And at first, it was. Chris was excited about what I was doing, and I was having a lot of fun using my creative energy. Eventually, my creative energy grew into other ideas that hadn't been on our to-do list. I found myself unintentionally stepping on his toes, and toe-stepping never turns out well. Soon, our conversations were full of frustration. We were butting heads, not communicating well, nor being supportive the way we had been. Toes were getting bruised. What started as Chris's project slowly turned into a partnership, an unexpected partnership. Becoming a partner with Chris on Keep Thrifty has been awesome, but we've become workaholics. We spent our days at the kitchen table or in bed when I was injured, furiously typing away. And while we're excited about what we're working on, we've stopped focusing on each other. We find ourselves pulling out our laptops when our girls are home from school and in the evening when we should be getting a good night's sleep. We keep talking about taking a day date next week. Next week comes and we have an excuse for postponing our date. When we entered this mini retirement, we had the world open to us. So many possibilities. We spent a lot of time talking and dreaming of what we would do. We then got settled in and stopped being intentional with our time. Dreaming together and supporting each other in our dreams is what led us here. It's what saved our marriage years ago when we thought we were going to end up separated. It's what drives us forward, bonds us, and builds us up. We're five months into our mini-retirement, and I've noticed that we aren't dreaming together. We're stressing and working and putting off dates. That's not what we wanted when we started this journey. We wanted this mini-retirement to be a building block for our dreams. So Chris and I are talking again talking about our dreams and how we can support each other. Chris wants to make Keep Thrifty a place that helps others accomplish their dreams and to financially support our family. I want to travel. 
I've got extreme wanderlust right now, and I'm ready to hop on a plane ASAP so I can enjoy watching the sunrise over the ocean from a balcony. We're talking and supporting. Talking about the vision for Keep Thrifty as we move into 2018. Exciting things to come. We're talking about traveling. Maybe not New Zealand yet, but an island would be amazing. And we're planning our first day date. We are becoming intentional with making our dreams a reality. Marriage is hard, and I notice that it's more difficult when we let ourselves get distracted from what's important. When we start going through the motions of our days, stop looking up from our computers, and stop making plans for the future, we lose each other a little, and we end up disconnected. But when we pause and talk about our dreams, a light goes on. We start talking about why we have that dream, what we want out of it, and start understanding each other on a deeper level. And when we support each other in accomplishing those dreams, we work together, we create together, we succeed together. This bonds us and builds up our marriage. We've learned this in the past, but it's easy to forget, to let it get lost in the craziness of everyday life. But this mini-retirement has reminded me that even if you're in the middle of living a dream, to never stop dreaming together, never stop supporting one another. When you do this, you heal your marriage strengthen your marriage, and grow deeper in love with each other. Do you and your spouse or partner dream together? What have you accomplished when you started supporting each other?